Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another On My Mind podcast episode. I hope you're having a good day. My name is Ava, the host of this show. I'm back again with Micah. Hi, guys. Uh, good to be back. Round three. Yeah, we're back for a third time. I must be doing something right, I guess. Yeah, clearly, yeah. because these episodes do be popping off. So I've decided to bring Micah back on the show, on the pod. I'm excited to be back. We're actually doing a little late night recording session here, which you all know I used to do a lot. There was a lot of episodes where, well, mostly because I procrastinated and I needed an episode to go up the next morning, but I did a lot of midnight episodes and some of those are my favorite because I feel like the mood is very different when you record at night because the energy is just different. So how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. Ava and I just went on a late night McDonald's run. We did. For some McFlurries and french fries because, you know, you got to enjoy life every now and then. Can you please recap like how that happened though because i think it's so funny so we're on our way back home from dinner with her uh with ava's family and you know we're driving home we pass mcdonald's nothing is said we get into the parking structure and we fully park the car and i and i actually get out of the car you did and i was like man you know when we were driving past mcdonald's i was i really wanted to stop to get something and then ava looks at me and she goes no way I really want a McFlurry. So we were both thinking it, but none of us said yeah. anything. Ten minutes later, we're <laughs> back in the parking garage with McFlurries and French fries. So, <laughs> And they were just devoured. So that's where we're at now. Yeah, I'm honestly feeling great. When you're listening to this, I'm going to be in Australia, which is crazy. So we're pre-recording this episode to go up while I'm gone. But I will be abroad for two weeks definitely stay tuned to my instagram i'm so excited for that trip but i just got back i got a little life update that no one asked for i just got back from my quick little trip to la i got to shoot for hollister which was a dream come true i'll recap that more when i do a solo episode coming soon but i wanted to have mike on again because i know you all love the episodes with us and i'm really excited for this one yeah yeah so ava will be gone for two weeks but don't worry guys i'll be here (laughs) To hold down the on my mind fort. Um, he so will you, be running the yeah. socials of Sunglow and like yeah. my YouTube. Yeah. Everything. So <laughs> the next YouTube videos will be me. I'll, I'll still be here taking care of you guys while Ava's off doing her thing. So tune in next imagine? week for uh, On My Mind with Micah. Oh my God, imagine. Yeah. I go here. I'm passing the baton. Take it. So for today's episode, I'm actually really excited. We didn't know what we wanted to record together. And he was like, why don't you just ask the people on Instagram? So I did. I was like, what would you guys want to hear from us? And I was reading through some of the ideas and someone said we should do like the true. It was like a true test of love quiz on the Internet. And it sparked a thought. I was like, oh, what if we do the we're not really strangers card game that I have? So that's kind of what inspired this. I'm really excited to do this together because it's something that we've done a lot before basically it's this card set there's different levels and it comes in a pack of at least 100 cards and basically there's different types of questions on these cards that helps you to get to know whoever you're playing this game with better they have friendship edition we're gonna do the couples edition and they have the regular one i think i got mine at target and it's really fun to do it's fun to do with people that you're close to even people that you're not close to i feel like especially even in a relationship sometimes once you're past a certain stage of getting to know each other sometimes you maybe forget to put in that extra effort to keep knowing each other and that's something that I love about our relationship I feel like we're constantly still 
knowing each other on a deeper level more and more. And so every time, well, not every time, but a lot of the times when we're having at-home dinner dates, we'll whip out this card game, ask each other some questions, and it always sparks some really good conversations. So we're going to do it live on the podcast. Okay, so we're going to do the We're Not Really Strangers one first, which I don't even know if we've done with each other. We've only kind of done the couples edition, right? I think one of the first times we hung out, we played. Oh, I didn't have the couples edition yet. Okay, so this one says We're Not Really Strangers is a purpose-driven card game, three carefully crafted levels that allow you to create meaningful connections with friends, family, a significant other, and even a complete stranger. Ready? Yes, I am. (laughs) Ooh, this one's interesting. I'm surprised this is a level one, honestly. Do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? And also for reference, level one is called perception. I don't think you intimidate people, but I do think you make people nervous. And like, there's a difference between the two. I think like, especially when people like meet you in public that followed you and like been supporting you for years now, it's nerve wracking. And like, if I saw, well, I still get nervous when I see you, so. (laughs) But I don't think you intimidate people. No, I would say no. Because I'm so approachable. Well, I think even then, like people that are nervous to meet you, once they meet you, I feel like that nervousness goes away for the most part because of how like nice you are and how comfortable you make people feel. Like I said in like our first episode together. Okay, your turn. Do I seem like more of a creative or analytical type? Explain. Ooh, I feel like there's no question that you're more of a creative person, which I feel like from the outside, you might not be able to tell that about you just off like a first glance. But after getting to know you and obviously knowing you as deeply as I do now, you are such a creative person. And I feel like there's so much going on in your head and things that you create in your head like you just have a lot of cool ideas and you have a lot of visions that's the word i'm looking for you're very visionary i don't really see you as much of an analytical person not in a bad way but i don't think you approach things from a very like number standpoint or like you know what i mean just i feel like you always look at things very creatively you have a great creative eye you always have visions for things and you're so good at visual creations like photography videos and also with like writing and stuff i feel like you're there's like people who are good at math and there's people who are good at english and like you're someone who's good at english you know what i mean did i get it right no yeah (laughs) i agree with everything you said okay level two is connection Ooh, what is a dream you've let go of i like know this answer but pop off and share (laughs) Mm, a dream i've let go of well there's one very obvious one and I don't like to use the word let go of. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I have always dreamed of playing in the National Football League. Played football since I was four years old. Played every year until I was 20, 21. Which is essentially your whole life, yeah. all you know. Football, my life revolved around football since I was four. Went on to play college football like I had talked about in the first episode. I was always more of a realist, though. I was never one of those, like, yeah, I'm definitely going to the NFL. If I don't go to the NFL, I have no plans. And I kind of knew that going into college. Like, my odds were very, very, very slim. There's always that chance. So, like, when I walked away from football just over a year ago now, that was kind of like me letting go of a dream of mine. It wasn't a sad decision. I I let go, like, with the understanding of, like, I'm going to chase another dream of mine. And I was, I had closure. I was ready to move forward. 
from that part of my life. And I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, for 16 years, I was like Micah, the football player. I remember when I first stopped playing, I was just like, Micah, like what, what am I if I'm not playing football? And it was like a great opportunity to kind of dive into like other parts of myself because football took up so much. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, like with any sports or like even like with any hobbies, you know, when you kind of put something down that you've done for your whole life, it's kind of like, whoa, all the time that I had spent towards this is now free. I know a lot of my friends are going through this now that they're graduating college and like their sports careers are done too. And it's scary, but it's like a, a good scary. You know, it's it gives you time and energy to, that you would have put towards that single thing. And now you kind of like, oh, I can do with that, with it, whatever I want. And you start to learn more about who you are. And Did you have an identity well. crisis for a little bit? No. Really? No. Well, actually, I take that back, that question back. Because now that I said that, I remember when I asked you that a long time ago. And you said that you were finally able to put time and energy into other things that you yeah. never were able to. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like one, one thing for me is like, no matter how passionate or how devoted I was to football and like making this dream, giving myself the best chance I, I could have of um, achieving that dream, never was I solely a football player. I, had, I knew that I was interested in so many different things. I knew that I was passionate about so many different things that like walking away or like letting go of football that's scary letting go of something you know for so long but exciting because mm -hmm. i knew there were a, a plethora of things that i just was so excited to start doing again getting creative again and just like having the time to like do things that i didn't have the time to do before so i wouldn't say uh, no i did not have an identity crisis because i'm still me i'm still the same person i was when i was playing football at the center of it all so no it's pretty crazy. Mike and I were talking about this the other day, but I pointed out that I think I'm the only person in your life, maybe, who, when I look at you, I don't even, like, football doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, because we obviously started dating and whatnot, and well, we met after yeah. my football career was done. And so it is weird to think that, like, the person that, like, means the most to me doesn't see me... As, as something, something that, that meant yeah, the most that, <laughs> as something that I was for so long. I mean, yeah. all my friends, they've known me as the, as a football player. My family members, of course, and it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of new beginnings. She, at least she, I know she doesn't like me just because I play football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me in high school totally would have liked you only for that. Well, I mean, you did watch my games, so unintentionally, I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I give you credit for that. I feel like there's a lot to be said about people who know when the time is up for something and not achieving it and not 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 achieving it and not forcing yourself to complete a dream that, you know, childhood you had thought of just because you feel like your mission failed if you didn't. Because even though you didn't go to play in the NFL, it doesn't mean that your career was a failure. I really like that. And now so many other doors have opened up for you because of it. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I have a lot going on in my life and I like to think that I can handle everything pretty well on my own, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I have had my moments where I've been very overwhelmed and anxious and what I've learned is that it's okay to ask for help, which is something I've previously struggled with, but I've been learning a lot more recently. 
Therapy can be very beneficial and help us grow into the person we want to become. I know when I've gone through my tough times, having someone to talk to and lean on for advice and guidance has been truly life-changing. Therapy is definitely a very personal and emotional experience, but BetterHelp makes it easy to start this journey of self-discovery and self-love is simple. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if it's not the right match right away, that's no worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. It's also entirely online, so you're able to do it in the comfort of your own home on your schedule. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com mind today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com mind. And I mean, I think that's important for anyone and everyone to know, like if anyone that's listening to this is like coming up to the end of a sports career or any chapter any, yeah, any chapter of your life is like i had to realize or i had to realize early on that me not getting to the nfl even though that was a dream of mine it wasn't a failure making it to play college football was a dream of mine playing in high school at one point was a dream of mine you look at all the dreams that you've accomplished it'd be unfair to yourself to say it was a failure because you didn't achieve that one thing if you've given it your everything and you've devoted yourself to something wholeheartedly you can walk away from that with peace with peace and with closure and like you know i i gave it my all you know that that in itself is a success and that's what i did i mean um of course i miss it but i don't not once did i ever think like i failed not at all no all right ava's turn level two wow this is a good one yeah yeah i like this what to this day are you still trying to prove to yourself Oh my gosh. This is something that I go through phases with, but I feel like something that I'm constantly trying to prove myself is that what I do is like legit. It's not silly. It's not, oh, you're just like, you know, I discredit myself a lot. I feel like because I, I like to poke fun at myself and say, oh, I make silly little videos on the internet because at the end of the day, yeah, it is silly little videos. But I feel like a lot of the time I tend to discredit what I do and how much work goes into it and just be like, oh yeah, it's super easy not saying that what I do is the hardest job in the world because in no way is it at all. And I'm very aware of that. But I feel like because of the climate online of people hating on content creators, I feel like it makes me discredit the things that I do and the work and time and effort that I put into it. And I know it's like a legit job. I know that what I do isn't as easy as I think people poke fun at it to be and I feel like a lot of people don't take it seriously so I feel like I'm constantly trying to prove to myself and constantly trying to remind myself that what I do has worth and has value and I feel like I'm reminded of that of that a lot when I meet people in real life who tell me that my podcast has helped them or that my videos made got them out of a dark time whatever it is it's comments like that that I'm like, oh my gosh, what I do is actually affecting people in their real lives. And so those are always good reminders and reading your comments online always helps. But I feel like I really am constantly trying to work on internalizing that myself, that what I do is valid and as a job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like the, like the climate on social media of people like hating on content creators, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, is that what people think of me? And in turn, sometimes it may, maybe makes me look at myself like that. And sometimes I try to make light of it, but I'm actually... It's like a defense mechanism almost. Yeah. 
And I know you notice it because I do that a lot in front of you. I feel like you probably tell, you can see it a lot because I feel like people ask me about what I do in front of you a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you probably notice that because I catch myself doing it yeah. in the moments that I'm like discrediting myself. And that's a habit I need to break because I need to give myself more credit. I mean, what you do is not easy. And you definitely have an impact and an importance to a lot of people. Know that what you do is worthy of the credit that you get from others and that it should you should be re- giving yourself that credit as well. I get how, that it can be hard to validate that what you're doing is a legitimate job when it's not like some it's not a common job it's not an odds and ends job that like everyone does or like many people do so not a lot of people can relate to you and what you're doing regardless of what the work looks like work is work i'm so proud of like what you do and like i'm proud of how you handle yourself and carry yourself and i'm so proud of like the difference that you make in other people's lives i see like people come up to you say hi to you and some of them are like on the verge of tears shaking (laughs) and like hearing people say like you've made a difference in my life you've helped me like through a dark time like like you said like those should be the words that you think of and never try and internally invalidate what you're doing and like don't be afraid to like be proud of what you're doing and like say it's hard work if somebody asks yeah i I always try to downplay i always always do that's a habit i'm trying to kick but thank you That's so sweet. Okay, shall we move on to level three? So this level is called reflection. Uh-huh. Ooh, I like this one. How do our personalities complement each other? Oh, that's that's easy. Ava is like um, the Tasmanian devil, like crazy, like energy is sporadic, like, ah, like spinning around. <laughs> and I feel like I I am the fire hydrant that you tie your dog to on a leash when. <laughs> <laughs> I keep her from like flying away or going. Yeah. Yeah. I keep I keep her grounded. Not that she can't do that herself, but no, um, you totally do. Your energy is so calming to me, and I feel like I really need that. I go not to answer this question, but let me know if you agree with this. I also feel like when I'm feeling very introverted and like small and tiny, I feel like you bring out the side of me, that side of me too, though, like the extroverted side. I think, I think, yeah, it's not just like a single thing. I feel like we complement each other in in a lot of different ways. Because, like I said, you, you can, your mind can be going 120 miles per hour all over the place. And sometimes I feel like I do a good job of like helping you slow down a little bit. And Bringing me back breath. to earth. Yeah. And at the same time, like today, I was kind of struggling with some things earlier this morning that I wasn't feeling too good about. I was having an awful start to my day. Pretty upset. I was angry. I was just not having it. And Ava did such a good job of just reminding me that, you know, like 30 bad minutes doesn't mean the other 23 and a half hours of your day has to be bad. And I know in a lot of ways, I feel like Ava definitely, she keep okay, this is, (laughs) you keep me, uh, on task and on schedule because i'm like a little kid chasing butterflies sometimes like i just wander when i tell you i have a genuine separate to-do list for micah that isn't for him to reference it's for me to reference i have become a secretary i have a part-time it's a full-time job it's a career no but it's bad i'm such a sporadic um 
I guess like back to like being creative, like my mind is I'm always like jumping from one thing to another, or like I'm very like non analytical. Like I'm I don't like following things in orders or in by numbers or like no. I do things. You when... don't have a Google calendar, you don't have a to do list, you don't have a planner, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and that is something that I'm, I'm learning to do better with Ava. And it's weird because I we talked about this. I used to be really good at that. When I was like in college and doing sports, I was forced to be, have a strict schedule, to have a to-do list, to have a Google calendar. And I feel like it's because I was on such a strict schedule for so mm -hmm. many years of my life. And now I'm not. That's why I'm so like wanderous. <laughs> wanderous. Um, yeah. But no. He's she, just in his own world. <laughs> Ava does a really good job of like when it's time to TCB. Take care of business. Take care of business. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we, we get stuff done. And on the flip side, I feel like I do the same thing for you sometimes. You do because like, yeah, sometimes you, yeah. you need to get stuff done. And I'm like, all right, no, let's get stuff done. I feel like I do a better job of making sure you get stuff done than I do of making sure I get stuff done myself. Yes. And I feel like that about you. Yeah. I can't do it for myself, but I can do it for you. Yeah. It's so interesting. Even just like lifestyle stuff, I feel like every i go everything lines up no, but in so many ways you, it really does yeah, you should you should watch us in the kitchen we're like yin and yang when they're i know my i know my duties i know that i can't cut vegetables <laughs> i make the rice and i clean as we go but like even as we're moving we're like it's like you know where i'm gonna be and we're like rotating and i'm <laughs> no, going cutting and you're like making the dressing and then we flip around and i'm on the oven and stove and <laughs> it, it's like a orchestrated choreographed performance routine yes it's perfected yeah i know it's really nice it's also really funny when one of us says something like oh i was just thinking this and then the other person's like i was just about to say that or yeah. i was also thinking that and that has happened so many times sometimes it gets there has been instances where it has been scary how aligned things are in our mind i'm like where did that come from yeah yeah, I, I mean, I feel like back, like back to the question, we complement each our personalities, complement each other, in so many different ways that I feel like sometimes you don't even realize it, but we're very compatible. Oh, this is this is a this is a heavy one. Oh gosh. Yeah. Give it to me. Why do you think we met? I feel like there were so many times. In both of our, in the history of us existing at the same time as each other, right? I feel like there were so many instances where we could have met and we didn't. If you listen to the first episode, Micah has seen me multiple times where I didn't like see him, but whatever. It's crazy how things aligned the way they did. And I think that how we met any earlier, maybe it wouldn't have worked out. And I, I truly believe that we were meant to meet each other. I, I fully believe that because even just the whole story, and you all know this story if you listened to that first episode, but even just how neither of us were supposed to be there that night and we were, and it's not like, and I was explaining this to Micah, the reason I feel like it's so wild that we are together and that we met and that everything just aligned the way it did, I feel like it's crazy because it's not like we're in the same circles. We didn't go to the same school, so it's not like, oh, it was it was bound to happen. It wasn't bound to happen. You know what I mean? Like us meeting and running into each other was not bound to happen. We weren't yeah. we weren't peers of each other. We lived very separate lives. And I feel like we met because you are exactly what I needed and wanted. And I was that for you too. 
and I feel like we both came into each other's lives at a time where we both needed and wanted each other for very different reasons. Yeah, I feel like well, we, we know that we came into each other's lives and we were what each other needed and we didn't even know that we had needed I didn't even at know the it. time. I had and no we idea. we didn't even necessarily want that at that time. Yeah, that's so true. I didn't want a boyfriend. I didn't want to date anybody. I wanted to be single the rest of my 20s until I was like 27, 28. I was like, then that'll be fine. I want years of singleness. I fully felt that too. Which is crazy because here we are now. Here we are now. I don't think our paths crossed on accident. I think it was no, yeah. very much so planned. And I, and like you said, I fully believe I had met you or I had met you, met you for lack of better terms, like eight years ago. I had seen you on several occasions throughout those eight years. And there's a reason that we didn't cross paths the like, way we did formally meet within those eight years and we very well could have very well if i wasn't such a scaredy cat very well <laughs> but no yeah and i feel like it it happened when it was supposed to happen the way it was supposed to happen mm -hmm. and i'm very glad that it did it's just pretty crazy because it was what we needed and wanted without even knowing that yeah and that's and it's funny because i remember before i'd met you or before we started dating and stuff you'd always hear the Oh, the best, the best one, the best things happen when you're not looking for them or Literally. the, the one comes when you're not even, you don't even realize and you're like, you shut up. You're like, that's so cliche. Like, that's so like, shut, like, shut up. Like, you're just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm one of those people. Like, I fully did not intend on any of this happening and. I'll forever just be appalled by how it happened. Yeah. I feel like because we've been together as long as we have now we don't we we don't necessarily reflect on that as often as we used to but, but every like time we conversation do conversation now is just making me realize again like whoa like this is crazy what was even the question <laughs> i don't know but i mean it when i say it that that wasn't on accident that doesn't just happen the way that everything that happened that led up to that like us being mutuals for a little bit say none of that happened if we met that night in david at dave and busters i don't yeah there were there were way too many coincidences for us meeting to be a coincidence mm. you know this is the way i look at it right every coincidence that you experience in life is like a one in a million chance right and so one in a million it's like winning the lottery how often does a person win a lottery in their lifetime M most people never do yet you you're gonna I have these one in a million coincidences. And with me and you, there were so many coincidences. There were way too many coincidences for them to just be coincidences. Right. I, which is why I don't believe they are. So you're telling me I won the lottery every single time that I saw you? When I, I mean, yeah, I did. But like, no, I don't think everything happens for a reason. But I do believe that everything works out in the way that it's supposed to work out. Do we do a part two of the couples version? Maybe what if they don't even want a part two of this? <laughs> Let us know if you want a part two. Yeah. Comment on the Instagram post. But this was really fun. I feel like every time we do this together, I come out of it feeling so much closer to you. And like, I don't know, it evokes interesting conversations that we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Doing this podcast puts us in an environment that enables intellectual conversation that we wouldn't usually have had we not put ourselves into this environment and that's like something i feel like 
everyone can take away from is you don't all have to record a podcast together, but like whether it's your best friend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your significant other is like make an effort to put yourself into an environment where having uh, in-depth intellectual conversation with that person. And I feel like you're going to learn a lot about that person and they're going to learn a lot about you and you're going to learn a lot about yourself because Every, Conversations like yeah. this don't naturally happen. I feel like you have to be really intentional. Yes. Yeah. We're not even being sponsored by this, yeah. but I've loved. I their, highly recommend yeah. this game. This game does a good job of like, like I said, giving you the opportunity to have that intentional, intellectual depth creating conversation that may be awkward to have if you didn't have a game to prompt you to do something like this. So. Yeah. But yeah, definitely let us know if you want us to crack into that couples edition because I thought that we were going to boop, 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 snap through this episode. But knowing us, everything yeah. just always turns into a whole a whole other story. You, you so. should have known better. It I really should It was a late night. Yeah, that was bad form. <laughs> well, thank you for being on again. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you thought. But thank you for coming on. It's so funny recording these episodes because we click end and then we go back to like our normal life together. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I like, wonder, I wonder what they think we do when the mics turn off. Well, not that we're being frauds right now. No, we're not. But we're we're speaking in a different way that we do when it's just us two, when we're not being recorded, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I love these conversations. They make me so happy. Yeah. It is interesting. Like, uh, usually you do podcasts with a guest, right? It's someone that you don't see very often it's like yeah so you come in it's like you're seeing them for the first time you're talking catching up when me and ava do these we've been together for weeks on end 24 (laughs) hours a day seven days a week (laughs) and then we just jump into this podcast and we yeah it's a totally different like headspace to be in yeah it's kind of funny because it's like a whole different side of our relationship almost but yeah this is kind of iconic because you are now a third time recurring guest soon to be fourth probably if they still want me here crickets (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening to this episode hope you enjoyed and that was everything on on our our mind. mind